Good day. This is Neil Parks, and this is another episode, a new episode of Paranormally Speaking. The world is controlled by a group of elite reptiles. And when you think of famous celebrities, politicians, and leaders of the world, it's hard to believe that they are normal human beings like us. They just seem to be bigger and better than the average person. But what if they weren't human at all? What if they were actually 15-foot-tall reptilian-like shapeshifters from outer space or a completely different dimension who came to Earth and slowly have taken over our government and the entertainment industry for the sole purpose of enslaving the human race? These reptiles control us by creating wars and mindless entertainment to keep us distracted. Famous reptilians include Queen Elizabeth II, the Bush family, countless CEOs, global banking leaders, and even celebrities like Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, and Taylor Swift. These reptilians are also believed to make up the Illuminati and can take on human form by creating vibrations that give us the illusion that they are human. It seems like something that would be in a science fiction film, but in reality, many people actually believe this wild conspiracy theory. This theory first became popular in 1998 after a man named David Icke published his book called The Biggest Secret and remains as one of the biggest top sellers and popular to this day, along with the book Information about the theory is also widely available on the internet, from YouTube videos to conspiracy theory forums, news articles, and as of late, TikTok. What makes this belief extraordinary is that it suggests that there are alien shapeshifters roaming our planet and controlling us normal human beings. The basis, the reptilian elite theory, is what, in ancient times, a group of advanced reptiles from the Alpha Draconian star system came to Earth and infiltrated the governments of the ancient civilizations in order to control all the humans and enslave them and became their ruler and bred with other humans to form crossbreeding so their DNA can infiltrate the minds of humans. With their DNA inside our system, they could control us by making us docile, slower, and weaker, and therefore easier to control. Evidence for this reptilian DNA in us comes from the fact that in the early stages, developing embryos look a lot like reptiles and could be classified as such. Furthermore, the oldest parts of our brain, which control the most primal functions and instincts, is called the reptilian brain. Because it is made up of structures that the reptilian brain consists of, which are the brainstem and the cerebellum. However, these could just be the result of the fact that we originally evolved from reptiles as they were the first animals that existed on Earth. So naturally, we would be, uh, there would be parts of our body that are similar to theirs. Another piece of evidence for this theory comes from the fact that many religions and ancient civilizations depict some sort of reptilian god or goddess, which supports David Icke's theory that these reptilian beings once ruled in the open and created impossible structures, such as the ancient pyramids of Egypt. Although this may make sense, at first it is easily debunked because ancient civilizations also had gods that took from other animals aside from reptiles, such as an ancient Egyptian god Anubis who was depicted as a man with a jackal head. A more recent piece of evidence for this theory comes from a video of Justin Bieber in which his eyes appear to shift and turn reptile-like. Believers of these conspiracies explain that this is because it is hard for these reptiles to keep their true selves hidden from the camera. But if this was the case, and the influence of the reptilian elite was so pervasive that we could see many of these instances 
celebrities shape-shifting on camera and so forth. This could have simply been the result of a glitch or camera malfunction. Although there is no real scientific evidence or much evidence at all for this theory, there is an incredible amount of people who actually believe this to be true. 12 million Americans to be exact, and even more people worldwide. How can so many people really believe something that seems so ridiculous? One reason could stem from the extreme cognitive dissonance. These people want to believe so strongly that human beings are inherently good and just, but with all the wars and destruction and evil in the world, it is causing cognitive dissonance because it shows that people aren't really good, but instead of accepting that fact, they blame it on some other species. We humans wouldn't do something like this. It must be the evil reptiles that are controlling us, making us do these evil things. Another factor is sustaining this belief is the fact that believers of this theory can retreat to the supernatural when people challenge it. When people ask for evidence for the existence of these reptilians, theorists can simply say that we can't see them because they have the ability to control our minds, to make them think that they are humans, making this claim unfallible for, so that they can essentially cannot be disproved. Furthermore, confirmation basis and bias plays a large role in the sustaining these beliefs because they will interpret anything that could potentially be evidence as hard proof to their beliefs. Many believers of this theory come from groups of conspiracy theorists who believe in many other conspiracy theories. When people believe one crazy conspiracy theory, it becomes easier and easier for them to believe in more theories. Because once someone has accepted the possibility of one irrational belief, then it is easier to rationalize other ones. Social influences that could help them sustain this belief come from the abundance of science fiction novels, movies, and TV shows, which open people up to the possibility of otherworldly creatures that they may have not had before. The theory is probably one of the most extreme and far-out conspiracy theories that exist, and it seems impossible for people to actually believe in something like this. But such an incredibly large amount of people do. This can be explained by cognitive contributions such as cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias. But it seems that these people, since they, many of them, also believe in many other conspiracy theories, it seems like they have an extreme sense of paranoia about the world and the government that could be caused by some underlying psychological problem. For example, the newest of conspiracy cults, the QAnon movement, which consists of white supremacists, anti-government whack jobs who believe that Donald Trump is the Messiah or that the Republican Party is the only right party or that JFK Jr. didn't really die and in fact he's going to reemerge with Donald Trump and take the White House back or that there's a pizza shop in New York where in the basement they channel through abducted children and human trafficking where the Democrats can come and feast on the blood source of the youth in the hopes of obtaining eternal youth themselves or it's a feeding frenzy for the reptilians because the Democrats are the bad ones and they are the reptilian shapeshifters according to the QAnon theory. The list goes on. That's what this week's episode will be about. The reptilian overlords and their plans to overthrow the world and enslave humanity, plus some other fun reptilian anecdotes. Please hold for an important message from one of our sponsors. Fantastic. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, 
Ancient Mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO Store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. That's terrific. And now I'm back with more of the conspiracy craze. Why 12 million Americans believe alien lizards rule us. Psychologists are trying to determine why otherwise rational individuals can make the leap from prudent paranoia to illogical conspiracy theories. According to a public policy polling survey, around 12 million people in the United States believe that interstellar lizards and people suits rule over our country. We imported that particular belief from across the pond, where professional conspiracy theorist David Icke has long maintained that the Queen of England is a blood-drinking, shape-shifting alien. Conspiracy theories, in general, are not necessarily bad. According to psychologists who studied them, if we were all completely trusting, it would not be good for survival, explains Rob Brotherton, an academic psychologist and author of, Su of Suspicious Minds, Why We Believe Conspiracy Theories. Sometimes people really don't have our best interest in mind, so it's always a good idea to be alert and be aware. But when people leap from thinking their boss is trying to undermine them to believing their boss might be a secret lizard person, they probably cross from what psychologists refer to as prudent paranoia to illogical territory. And there are a lot of illogical ideas to pick from. Around 66 million Americans believe that aliens landed at Roswell, New Mexico. That's a fun conspiracy theory. Around 22 million people believe that the government faked the moon landing. That's a little overreaching. And around 160 million believe that there is a conspiracy surrounding the assassination of former U.S. President John F. Kennedy. Which is another possibility, if you know the United States government at all. While aliens and fake moon landings probably trigger eye rolls to many of us, defining... What constitutes a conspiracy theory is difficult, Brotherton says. The government, for example, does sometimes conspire to do the unspeakable, such as the infamous 1930s Tuskegee study, initiated by the U.S. government to examine untreated syphilis in African-American men. Researchers blocked research participants from receiving penicillin or exiting the experiment to get treatment. The study continued until a media report made it public, in this case, believing that the government was conspiring to keep people sick would have been completely accurate. There are characteristics that help differentiate a conspiracy theory from prudent paranoia, Brotherton says. Conspiracy theories tend to depend on conspirators, who are unduly evil, he explains, with genocide or world domination as a motive. Conspiracy theories also tend to assign an unusually high level of competency to the conspirators, Brotherton pointing out that when the government really does shady stuff, it often isn't able to be kept secret. Conspiracies are for losers. People who are out of power use them to strategically close ranks to salve their wounds. University of Miami, an author of American Conspiracy Theories, puts it out like that. I don't mean to be pejorative in that sense, but people who are out of power use conspiracy theories to strategically alert their side to danger. This is like uh, mob control, essentially, and Trump was one of the biggest offenders of this by rallying his paranoid and feeling out of power troops. Believing in a conspiracy theory is one strategy people use to regain a sense of control even if the conspiracy theory is unrelated to what caused the lack of control in a person's life. So people who have that ability create this amorphous thing, like illegal aliens are going to bring drugs to our street and violence to our street and take our women. Well, 
that's already been happening here. Regardless of who comes into this country, we have a gun and drug problem. Simple as that. And it's not the fault of the illegal alien. It is the fault of our elected officials for not putting a stop to it and ceasing their allegiances with groups like the NRA and the FDA. Studies also find a relationship between a certain type of open-mindedness and a tendency to believe in conspiracy theories. People who believe in these also believe in New Age dogmas, urban legends, and all sorts of slightly unorthodox ideas. Brotherton explains, Unsurprisingly, a tendency to be suspicious and not to trust people or institutions is also positively correlated with how likely someone is to believe in a conspiracy theory. Most conspiracy theories come and go. And it's hard to get more than 25% of the population to believe in a particular one. There is a natural ceiling to the number of people who will buy into any one particular conspiracy theory. Those that emerged after the death of the U.S. Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, which were a flash in the pan and quickly disappeared as people moved on to the next big thing. But once someone believes a conspiracy theory... Dissuading him or her of it is an uphill battle. That's because the belief in a conspiracy is not based on facts and logic. Something as straightforward, for example, as pointing out the lack of evidence for a conspiracy theory would only reinforce the belief that the evidence for it was suppressed. Getting someone to let go of a favorite conspiracy theory is like convincing a Republican to become a Democrat and vice versa. We like to believe we objectively scrutinize information and come to a reasonable belief. But in reality, we have all kinds of biases built into our brains. If everyone was rational, the information would be moderate to their beliefs. And those who were sure of a conspiracy would start to doubt it. While those who were sure there was no conspiracy would also question their stance. The opposite happens. People picked and and chose the information they wanted to believe, and everyone became more sure of their initial beliefs. This one experiment, researchers took two groups of participants and gave one group an article about an anti-vaccine conspiracy, such as the idea that pharmaceutical companies fake the safety and efficiency data for inoculations because the shots make so much money. The other group did not read the article, all the participants were then asked to think about being a parent of a three-year-old and asked if they would vaccinate the child against a fictional disease. The participants who read the anti-vaccine conspiracy literature showed they were less likely to intend to have the child inoculated. While so many researchers and experts point out there is a ceiling for the number of people who will buy into a particular conspiracy theory, the anti-vaccination movement is one example of how a small number of people can make a wild conspiracy go viral, much like the theory, the conspiracy of reptilian lizard people shape-shifting aliens taking on the appearance of world leaders and entertainers to run our lives, ruin our lives, and control us. Now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Along with what I just shared about the colonies and the probing of Mars, NASA photos have come back and show signs of insect and reptile-like life forms on the surface of Mars. An entomologist has said, Ohio University Emeritus Professor William Rosimer has analyzed photo from NASA's various Mars rovers, mostly from the rover Curiosity, and has found insect and arthropod and reptile-like organisms, both as fossils and living and moving creatures in these images. There has been and still is life on Mars, said Professor Rosemer, who was an entomologist professor at Ohio University for 45 years. That's my alma mater. I graduated from there. He's also co-founded its Tropical Disease Institute, 
also spent nearly 20 years as a visiting vector-borne disease researcher at the U.S. Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Disease. There is apparent diversity among the Martian insect-like fauna, which display many features similar to Turan insects that are interpreted as advanced groups. For example, the presence of wings, wing flexion, agile gliding flight, and various structured leg elements. While the Martian rovers, particularly Curiosity, have been looking for indicators of organic activity, there are a number of photos which clearly depict the insect and the reptile-like forms. One moment they're there, another set of photos comes back, and they're not there. Numerous photos show images where anthropod body segments along with legs, antenna, and wings can be picked out from the surrounding area. And one even appears to show one of the insects in a steep dive before pulling up just before hitting the ground, he said. Professor Rosamer said he used several criteria in the study. Dramatic departure from the surroundings, clarity of the form, body symmetry, segmentation of body parts, repeating forms, skeletal remains, and observation of forms in close proximity to one another. An exoskeleton and jointed appendages are sufficient to establish identification as an anthropod, he explained. Three body regions, a single pair of antenna, and six legs were traditionally sufficient to establish identification as an insect on Earth. These characteristics should likewise be valid to identify an organism on Mars as insect-like. On these basis, anthropodon insect-like forms can be seen on Mars rover photos. Many insect-like creatures and putat of diversity were observed. The most common insect-like forms are robust and loosely resemble bumblebees or carpenter bees on Earth. For convenience, I'll refer to these creatures as bees from this point on. The bees appear to vary in size and type. Several characteristic insect anthropod anatomical features were identifiable, not all on the same individual, but as a mosaic among individuals. Distinct flight behavior was evident in many images. In one case, observed the flight maneuver was impressive with the individual bee plunging straight down to the side of a cliff and leveling off just before hitting the ground. The insect-like fauna observed appeared to be sheltering, nesting in caves in the surrounding area and burrows beneath the surface and in specialized structures. Possible predation of the insect-like types by reptile-like creatures and put out of insect-like, well, the bee, and reptile-like fossils were seen as well, he said. According to the researcher, interpretations of insect and reptile-like creatures he described may change in the future as knowledge of life on Mars evolves, but that the sheer volume of the evidence is still very compelling. Given evidence for the presence of insect-slash-anthropod and reptile-like organisms beyond the confines of Earth, perhaps astronomology and astrophysiology will emerge in important topics with the field of astrobiology, Professor Rosamer concluded. He presented the findings on November 19, 2019 at the National Meeting of Entomological Society of America in St. Louis, Missouri. Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. Unparalleled Insider Access. Get it all. Introducing the SiriusXM Platinum VIP Plan. Our newest, most exclusive plan. Listen in two cars, plus stream anywhere with two app logins. Access a massive, exclusive library of live concert video and audio recordings through nugs.net. Have opportunities to experience live and virtual SiriusXM events, including VIP-only exclusives. Get all your questions answered by a dedicated VIP customer care team. Plus, get all the entertainment we've got. It's all included with your Platinum VIP subscription. Be a VIP. 
Call 844-711-8800 to learn more. Offer detail supply. One login for activated vehicle. Not available in Canada. There are lizard people literally crawling out of every crevice. Or so some conspiracy theories state. Uh, for example, a race of lizard people or reptiles live beneath Earth's surface. And if you're a fan of the British sci-fi series Doctor Who, which I am, they could be very similar to the Silurians. In California, their underground bases are rumored to be about 2,000 feet beneath Los Angeles and Mount Shasta. They are also rumored to have connections and dealings with the military, thus their underground tunnels also reach several military bases, including Vandenberg AFB, and that's in New Jersey. Uh, their tunnels were rumored to connect to several of the ITT-managed military installations in northern New Jersey. Much of the Lizard People legend comes from a 1933 or 1934 incident involving a mining engineer named G. Warren Schofflaut. In the 30s, Schofflaut began digging a shaft down to the Lizard People subterranean catacombs, supposedly filled with gold and advanced knowledge. Apparently... Sofelt built some sort of radio X-ray device used to detect minerals from which he was able to map out a strange tunnel system below Los Angeles. His findings were further expanded upon by Little Chief Greenleaf of the Hopi Indians. According to Native American legend, the tunnels were built over 5,000 years ago with powerful chemicals. Little Green Little Chief Greenleaf also reported that the lizard people were scientifically advanced compared to us, knew the history of the Earth since its creation, and had discovered ways to predict earthquakes. Greenleaf also reported uh, that he himself could predict earthquakes at least 96 hours in advance. Also, and naturally, the history of the Earth was written down on gold tablets. Ironically, the LA Times reported much of this information on the front page of their newspaper on January 29, 1934. Solfeldt shaft was dug about 250 feet down to the earth before the project was somehow canceled and the hole was filled in. The location of the shaft was at 518 Hill Street. Solfeldt's project was canceled on March 5, 1934. The original contract stated that Solfeldt and his people were to look for buried treasure assume all costs, leave the site the way they found it, and pay the city 50% of any treasure they found. No treasure was ever turned over to the city. Selfelt's radio X-ray device worked on the principle that all matter had its own unique radio frequency and that by turning it into that frequency, more of the same matter could be found. For example, take, say, some gold, place it in this device and it should allow the user to point to more gold also take a hair from a subject and the device should point to the original subject Solfelt was using this device when he discovered the caves the caves of the lizard people apparently go from Los Angeles to Pasadena with other tunnels branching off presumably to other lizard people cities it is interesting to note that Solfelt's wonderful invention has never been mass-produced despite all the practical uses of such a device. It is also interesting to note that Greenleaf's method of detecting earthquakes has also not seen widespread use either. Tales of lizard people have also been associated with Mount Shasta. However, it should be noted that Mount Shasta has been identified as the dwelling place for literally everything from aliens to Bigfoot to Atlanteans, and so on. In 1958, a sighting of a reptilian creature occurred over the riverside by a man named Charles Wetzel. Was it one of the lizard people, by chance? Computer, execute 12.4p operation. Optimizing algorithm. Running encryption packet alpha. Night, night. Oh, I don't feel so good. What? What is it, computer? Is it hot in here? It feels hot in here? I feel a little clammy. I should lie down or something. A computer with a virus? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. Those oysters Rockefeller were a mistake. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 
and it just keeps getting weirder. For example, is the Secret Service hiring alien reptile shapeshifters? The Secret Service has had more than its share of issues lately over the years, from prostitution scandals to getting caught in the middle of a political tiff over canceling White House tours due to sequestering But at least the agency's leaders weren't doing anything truly crazy, like hiring alien reptilian shapeshifters to guard the president. Or were they? Danger Room reported on a new conspiracy video that was released, and it is a hoot, purporting to show that a shapeshifter has been or was on President Obama's security detail and stayed on after Obama left well into the Trump administration, or as I call the Trump regime. This alien shapeshifter had accidentally revealed himself to news cameras during a speech by President Obama at that time. Apparently, the alien's mechanism for changing his reptilian appearance went a little haywire, so essentially the cloaking device stopped working. Danger Room succeeded in getting an actual comment on this blockbuster story from Caitlin Hayden, the chief spokeswoman for National Security Council. Any alleged program to guard the president with aliens or robots would likely have to be scaled back or eliminated in the sequester. If that non-denial denial just makes the story even more intriguing to you, then that video is right up your alley, which you can easily find on YouTube, TikTok, and various other video-based programs. Like QAnon's Capitol Rioters, the Nashville Bombers' lizard people theory is deadly serious. The deadly Capitol siege from last year was fueled by far-out conspiracy theorists, including Ashley Babbitt, a QAnon supporter fatally shot by police as she tried to breach a barricaded doorway. Meanwhile, federal investigators are still looking into the belief system of QAnon Quinn Warner, who made statements about a conspiracy of lizard people taking over the planet before the explosion that damaged 41 buildings and injured three people in Nashville, Tennessee on Christmas Day of 2020. The notion of shape-shifting, blood-sucking reptilian humanoids invading Earth to control the human race sounds like a cheesy sci-fi plot. The notion of shape-shifting, blood-sucking reptilian humanoids does sound like a sci-fi plot, but it's actually a very old trope with disturbing links to anti-immigration and anti-Semitic hostilities dating to the 19th century. Bonkers? Sure. Harmless? Definitely not. Law enforcement sources say Warner's writings indicate his interest in a number of conspiracy theories, including the Lizard People Takeover. He may even have had a pastime of hunting such aliens in the park before the blast. Warner sent packages to friends filled with material expounding on his bizarre worldview. They included a letter that began, Hey dude, you will never believe what I found in the park. The world ruled by lizard people fantasy shot to prominence in recent years, in part through... Uh, The ramblings of David Icke, a popular British sports reporter turned conspiracy theorist known for his eccentric ideas. Icke would have you believe that a race of reptilian beings not only invaded Earth, but that it is also creating genetically modified lizard-human hybrid races called the Babylonian Brotherhood, which he maintains is busy plotting a worldwide fascist state under the disguise of the Democratic Party. This sinister cabal of global reptilian elites boasts a membership list including former President Barack Obama, Queen Elizabeth II of Great Britain, former Federal Reserve Chairman Alan Greenspan, and Mick Jagger. This nonsense is espoused by a variety of internet conspiracy mongers, including far-right Trump-loving QAnon adherents, one of whom was accused in 2019 of murdering his own brother because he thought that he was a lizard. As many as 12 million Americans believe 
in this lizard people conspiracy. And in 2013, public policy polling survey, it's safe to assume the number is much higher as of today. The outlandish trope has roots in the second half of the 19th century, when the Industrial Revolution, Darwin's theory of evolution, and rapid scientific advances upended time-honored traditional ways of life, leaving people unsettled and unsure what to believe. It emerged more strongly toward the end of the century when anxieties about perceived outsiders, especially Jews, were fueled by waves of immigrants flooding urban centers in Great Britain and the United States in search of economic prosperity and religious freedom. The tide of immigrants ignited cultural conflicts as well as health and sanitation crises in cities that lacked adequate infrastructure for millions of its arrivals. Amid the colorful array of gurus and charismatic figures arriving on the scene claiming secret knowledge of world affairs and answers to burning questions, the writings of the Russian-born mystic Helen Blavinsky, the founder of Theosophy, brittle and cosmic energies and mysterious knowledge, including her claim of an ancient race of dragon men from a lost continent, mentioned in her 1888 tome, The Secret Doctrine. Bram Stoker's Dracula in 1897, the tale of Romanian vampire who plans to take over London using his renowned shape-shifting abilities, also carries traces of this trope. The Count possesses a number of reptilian qualities, from his association with the knightly order of the dragon, from which his name derives, to his cold-blooded nature and talent for shimmying down walls in lizard-like fashion. Dracula's protruding teeth, pointed ears, and blood-sucking habits mark him as a species apart, a motif of othering, read by some critics as code for Jewishness. From his perspective, Stoker's book is part of the British response to the increasing numbers of Jewish immigrants arriving from Eastern Europe. The vampire is a stealthy invader, passing a proper citizen, but secretly plotting domination and destruction. Bloodsucking, as Stephanie Winkler observes, is a common metaphor for greed, a trait often linked to Anglo-Jews associated with banking and stock trading. This coupling of Jewishness and greedy bloodsucking gained momentum as wealthy British Jews, such as banker Baron Lionel de Rothschild, who was admitted to the House of Commons in 1858, gained influence in society. Eventually, paranoia that Jews, through their financial powers and connections to royalty, would seize the opportunity to take over an empire facing ever more complex challenges helped drive the mounting anti-Semitism. Does any of this sound familiar? It should because today's internet postings by conspiracy theorists often carry traces of just this sort of anti-immigrant, anti-Semitic tensions that show up in history whenever segments of the population feel betrayed by the elites, quote-unquote, and the fear of loss of their own social and economic status. It may not surprise you that Ike, who wrote a theosocial work about the origins of Earth, also endorses the infamous anti-Semitic forgery, the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which appeared in the 1903 writings and was likely created by the Russian Tsar's secret police. Henry Ford, for one, helped circulate that pamphlet, which purported to reveal a secret Jewish society conspiring to control the banks, the media, and ultimately the entire earth. Though it was quickly discredited, the Nazis used it as part of their propaganda. The lizard takeover with its Jewish cabal links has unfortunately become so commonplace that it even made an appearance in the Netflix hit series The Umbrella Academy now taking some heat for its alleged use of anti-Semitic tropes in the form of a shadowy society of lizard people who run the world complete with a Yiddish-speaking villain. 
History shows that when panic is rising, institutions seem to be failing and the masses feel betrayed by wealthy elitists. Finding scapegoats can seem alluring if charismatic influencers are able to channel the grievances towards secret cabals, immigrants and religious groups, eventually something terrible is likely to happen. Available to order now, my first audiobook, Neil Parks presents truly terrifying tales, narrated by me. It's ready to order and download on bandcamp.com. My other books, of course, are always available to order on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and lulu.com. You can also order t-shirts that I designed that I normally sell at conventions, festivals, lectures, and my book signings. I always have the 9-inch tall 3D printed Bigfoot silhouettes available, and last spring my first children's book was released. It was written by my good friend and fellow author R.L. Walker. I illustrated this book, and it was a major shift in gears for me, considering that my writing and art style has always been dark and scary. To order any of what I just mentioned, you can also go to my email, which is parksparanormal at gmail.com. That is parksparanormal at gmail.com. Standing by. Leaping lizards, tales of lizard people and strange conspiracy theories revolving around subterranean creatures that are lizard-human-hybrid-alien shapeshifters. The stories change through every decade, through every person who's telling it, through every sci-fi author who's drafting a story around it. A shred of truth could come from Fort Moore Hill. Like most conspiracy theories, this story has a footing and a definable fact, or at least and other local legends based on reasonable shreds of truth. It also has a basis in the myth of Los Angeles itself as the land of get-rich-quick schemes. Fantasies of L.A.'s time as a remote Spanish and Mexican outpost flourished in the late 19th and early 20th centuries as city boosters played up a romanticized version of the city. These boosters took great liberties in describing the city and in telling its history and their attempts to sell Los Angeles to the rest of the country. In this heady atmosphere, it is not surprising that stories of hidden Spanish gold and lost riches buried in the hills grew popular. Fort Moore Hill, easily accessible and heavily populated, became ground zero for these legends. Persistent rumors and of a treasure buried in the Protestant cemetery beneath the headstone of Old Man Wilson and his wife. It led to their grave being desecrated repeatedly in 1891. A man named J.S. Burner watched three Spanish men digging in the cemetery until midnight, looking for treasure supposedly hidden by American soldiers. Schulfeldt's lizard people were not the humanoid reptilian aliens popularized by conspiracy theorists like David Icke. Rather, they were a race of exceptional human beings who worshipped the lizard as a symbol of long life and laid out their underground labyrinth in the shape of their favorite reptile. This is what gives us the legend of the California lizard men. In 1902, an elderly woman allegedly drew a map leading to treasure she claimed had been buried in Fort Moore Hill decades earlier. After her death, a friend entrusted with the map hired a man with a dining rod to find the treasure. A group of volunteers dug all night by candlelight at a spot near the Protestant cemetery fence, finally stopping when they hit an abandoned drain. By the time Schulfeldt came along, Depression-era Los Angeles had been primed for half a century to believe that there was more to be discovered under Fort Moore Hill. Originally from Ohio, Schulfeldt had managed mining sites for the Kingman Merger Mines companies in Arizona. He was also the inventor of a radio gold-finding machine, which the Los Angeles Times derivesly called a doodle bug in 1934. It also appears to have been much like a dowsing rod. 
a dubious instrument loved by conspiracy theorists everywhere. One reporter described the machine as a cylindrical glass case inside which a plummet attached to a copper wire held by the engineer sways continually, pointing towards minerals or tunnels below the surface of the ground. It was also believed to be some sort of an ancient communicator between subterranean reptilian shape-shifting aliens. In 1933, Schulfeldt made Fort Moore Hill newsworthy once more. He claimed to possess an ancient sheepskin map which showed the way to treasure located under the old run-down hill, now slowly being dismantled in the name of progress. He conceived the county board and convinced them of the supervisors to let him dig for the treasure and the two parties agreed they would split anything that they had uncovered, the riches being 50-50. By March 3rd, 1933, a 22-foot shaft had been sunk into the backyard of the once Grand Mills Mansion, which had recently been condemned by the city and stood almost directly over the Broadway Tunnel. With all the romantic markings of treasure maps, crosses, mysterious symbols, and figures, the Los Angeles Times reported on the 5th of March, 1933. The ancient scroll was consulted from time to time as the workmen bored into the sidewall of the shaft. On March 9th, Sheffelt's machine was finally lowered into the shaft. Despite all the excitement, nothing was ever found. A few months later, Sheffelt reemerged. This time, he presented a more elaborate backstory along with a hand-drawn map that still exists to this day. His claims were covered in detail by the Los Angeles Times on January 29, 1934. It is important to note that without the article, the legend of the lizard people of Los Angeles would almost certainly not exist. In the lengthy feature, Schulfeldt claimed his X-ray radio had led him to hither and yawn from the Central Library downtown to the Southwest Museum at the base of Mount Washington. I knew I was over a pattern of tunnels, he told the Times in 1934 and I had mapped out the course of the tunnels, the position of large rooms scattered along the tunnel route, as well as the positions of deposits of gold, but I couldn't understand the meaning of all of it. My radio x-ray pictures of tunnels and rooms, which are subsurface voids, and gold pictures with perfect corners, sides and ends, are scientific proof of their existence. However, the legendary story must remain speculative until unearthed by an actual excavation sometime down the future. The legend continues. Over the decades, as the legend of the lizard people was popularized by conspiracy theory sites and conflated with Ike's alien reptoids, Fort Moorhill shrunk as it was hacked away bodies from the Protestant cemetery which the city claimed to be to have been moved were discovered but no golden tablets were ever found but the legend of the lizard people lives on if you were an LA native tour guide historian or even an uber driver you've no doubt been asked about it time and time again people from Los Angeles can't get enough of Schulfeldt's old and odd fiction and its promises of gold riches and infinite knowledge from a supreme alien race of reptoid shapeshifters. What can you say about L.A., Hempstead says. We love cults and conspiracy theories and astrology and any kind of weirdo fringe belief. Once you get the reputation for being a city of weirdos, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. that's it for this week's episode of paranormally speaking i'm your host neil parks uh hopefully i'll be back next week with another fun-filled episode of the strange unusual 
the bizarre and the unheard of. But after exposing the reptilian overlords and talking for almost an hour about it, with the uh, large audience I have and the strong following on social media, I hope I don't end up dead mysteriously or taken away in a uh, black unmarked van with no windows. Or maybe a Lincoln Town car. Depends on what the men in black are driving now. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for sticking with me this long and listening to this episode of Paranormally Speaking. Keep your eyes on the sky. Look out for UFOs. When you see movement in the woods, could be a dogman, werewolf, sasquatch. If you're hiking in the Himalayas, you could run into Yeti. You hear bumps in the night, could be a ghost stopping by to say hello or to tell you to get out. And if you see a strange humanoid shapeshifter that looks like they should be human, but they give off reptilian characteristics, look the other way and don't acknowledge them. Because if they don't know that you know, then you know you'll be fine. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you for all you've done for me so far. And I hope that I've done something for you. God bless.